Welcome to The Way Shamanism. I'm Jessica, a shaman and the founder of The Way Shamanic Academy, where I initiate people all over the world on the path of shamanism through shamanic journeys and transformation programs. On this podcast, I share what I encounter in my daily work as a shaman and everything related to shamanic healing, spiritual warfare, and creating heaven on earth. This podcast is based on my own experiences and opinions and not a substitute for medical Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of phrase and right up to bat. It's the daisy age, and you're about to walk top stage, so wipe your lottoes on the mat. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about karma and how to neutralize your karma and stop spinning the wheel of karma. So before we get into that, I want to remind you that we have the energetic realm or heavenly or shamanic realm where everything happens. And we have this physical 3D life in this body, in this world with linear time that is about 0.00000 infinite zeros 0.1% of what is actually happening and of the essence of what you are really. So when it comes to healing or journeying, What we do is we enter that other space that is beyond the attachments that we have to what we think is this life and this body. So how do we actually access that space? And while we're at it, how do we stop the wheel of karma from spinning? Because the wheel of karma is quite a complicated concept. It seems maybe a bit foreign to you. Or you can just understand it as cause and effect, the way that you see it in your life. But there is actually a way that you can be super proactive in integrating the lessons that you signed up to learn in this life. And actually make your life so much easier, richer, and free because you are able to relate to yourself and life in a way that is so much bigger and so much more real than we do when we're just attached to this body in this life so you are a body a physical body and around that we have the void space where basically everything else happens and when you come into this life you choose this body your parents you're going to come in for a certain amount of time for a certain number of lessons and we experience linear time that's not just something that's limited to this planet it's just a 3d thing and linear time or our linear experience exists so that we can understand and experience cause and effect very easily but it's only a 3d thing and every place in the shamanic realm multi-dimensionally everything that is 3d has a karmic cycle And that is to show us duality, because duality can only be experienced when we are in this fragmented experience of time and all life. Because when we go further and further into the void and closer and closer to source or God, everything is whole and everything is essentially that light. But for us to further our karma and for source to expand... We need to actually overcome certain karmic lessons. And the way to do that is when we can see the cause and effect of what we do 
and the duality that is inherent in us because so many people, especially in the spiritual realm, they want to kind of choose and look at only the light and only where we're good and where we're generous. But the truth is, is that we are duality. We're both the yin and the yang, the light and the dark, the black and the white. And that is the truth. And when we can actually acknowledge that and then activate our third eye, because there's a reason that we work with duality. Like in this body, we have the two brain hemispheres, which are complete opposites. We have the left that is very much attached to the ego, to survival, to rational thoughts, to the past. And then we have the right hemisphere, which is all about connecting to the void, to the shamanic realm, to our intuition, the one that journeys. When we're able to see that we are both, we activate our third eye, which is right in the middle of this duality of these two brain hemispheres. And then you are able to actually overcome all these karmic lessons and see the truth and become whole. And you basically graduate 3D. And then when you finish this life you are really maybe on to the next maybe you won't come back maybe you will stay behind the veil maybe you'll graduate to a different dimension so you are both you're all things so this is really why we need to let go of judgments when we are pursuing our karmic lessons and going about our spiritual growth and our acceleration as a being which is all-encompassing so everything is a cycle linear time is just our experience in this limited reality but there is no linear time it's just so that we can perceive our karma so that we can stop the wheel of karma from spinning but in reality everything is a cycle and everything exists all at the same time so you are not just this experience you are here to have every experience. So there's a part of you that has also been a grain of sand or a mountain or an ocean or a tree or has had many different lives on this earth. And for the sake of understanding karmic lessons and cause and effect, which are, you know, these lessons are often carried over to next lives. But even though we can see them as linear or chronological, they're actually existing all at the same time as well. They're all existing simultaneously because in the shamanic realm or the void space, everything is whole. There is no linear time. But that is great news for us because then when we get to access that space, we get to access our past and our future timelines as well, which then affects the timelines of other forms of consciousness too. So when we're able to let go of our attachment to the 3D, to this body, to this life and our ego, we can access the space where we can basically change anything for the good and align it with the highest good for all, which is the whole point of this fragmented, linear seeming existence. So all of your existences, all of your consciousnesses, all of your life forms are all concentrated in this 3D realm, in your body, in your chakra system. So your chakras are actually portals. There are seven because there are also seven dimensions. This is all really for the sake of our understanding because when we get very into it and very metaphysical, there are infinite ones. But all of your existences, all of your consciousnesses are concentrated 
in your chakra system, which means that you can access all of your consciousnesses right inside your body. So all of your lives, every form of existence that you have had or will have or are experiencing right now simultaneously, they are affecting what you think and understand is right now through your chakras in this reality because they affect the energetic field, your energy field, your higher self, your soul self in the shamanic realm or in that void space. And those effects, they trickle down to your mental body and your physical body in this realm, which means that when you have a issue, say a health issue in this physical body, you can never treat it as a standalone thing because it's a manifestation of something that is imbalanced in your energetic body, which can be something of this life, but probably in many, many others as well. This is why shamanic healing is so incredibly effective. It's because we go right into that voice base, into that blueprint, and we shift things around there, which doesn't only affect your body here, but your whole of your being everywhere. So you are everything. This is something that we need to come to terms with. And when we can, it means that we can be infinitely compassionate and coexist with the whole and with nature because we know that everything and everyone that we encounter is us as well. It's like you're looking in the mirror everywhere you are and so is everyone else. So when you are journeying, when I journey, you let go of your current self. So the 2022 Jessica in this body, access that other space, the shamanic realm, that void space, and through there becomes something else, which is also a part of us. No matter who my client is, if I've ever met them before, or whether I am going to a completely different space or a completely different realm or planet or spirit, we're all parts of each other, which is how we are actually able to access them in the first place. So then we become that something else and then we work in that space and align it with the highest good. This is how journeying works. But to be able to do that, you have to be able to lose your current identity and attachments so that you can let go of that and beyond that become all that you actually are. This also really puts into perspective the things that happen to us in this life, whether it's our health or financially or in your relationships because there are just such micro shifts that are just the wheel of karma spinning showing us where we need to look for our ascension so even if you maybe get hit by a bus or you stub your toe everything is already changed in your energy field in your spiritual body before it happens in the 3d and nothing is exempt even if you break a nail, there's a karmic significance to it. So when you get to look at your life this way, you get to see how everything has meaning and every little thought and action is an opportunity to shift something to the highest good. So then you might wonder, why do we have egos, right? If everything is whole? Well, it's so that we can change karma it's so that we can have experience and it's so that source can expand so our ego 
in this life, when it becomes triggered, um, because it's wounded, right? There is a trauma that happens or a wound. The ego comes up and it starts to get really big and it starts to overprotect because it wants to survive. So we know that trauma can cause soul fragmentation, which is a way that we can not die spiritually. So we fragment instead and the ego wants to protect us. So it wants to keep us safe. So it starts to overcompensate. So say that you were hurt because your parents said that you were stupid. Well, what you want to do is get really, really successful at everything that you do. This was definitely something that I had to overcome in my karma. Or say that someone said that you were fat. You're going to restrict and control your eating, which is maybe going to cause you to binge because you want to be worthy and you want to be approved and you want to be accepted in this realm. So the ego overprotects us and we then integrate that wound as a truth. It's really a false truth, but the ego is going to protect it no matter what because it needs approval and validation, even though it's happening at the expense of the true self. So your energetic body then becomes unbalanced due to this overcompensation for this wound, which is really a distraction from actually going into the wound and setting it right and healing it at its core. So all of those ego overcompensations and everything that we do are just layers over the wound instead of actually looking at it, which means that with every action that you do from that ego place, even if you're doing it subconsciously, it's just spinning the wheel of karma again and again and again and again and again. And it's just going faster and faster until you can keep up and you don't even know where you are. It's 33 minutes and 33 seconds. That's always fun. So to return to this body, your chakras are your energetic system. And you have an energetic body and a physical body. So when you have wounds around your chakras, what happens? So every wound, everything that happens, every trauma is connected to a specific chakra in the body. And your portal, which is your chakra, which is full of energy and can let you access every part of your existence, that chakra starts to become drained because it's draining energy to that wound and spinning that wheel of karma. So that means that your portals then become less active. This is also why people who have a very big ego and very big ego attachments are not going to be very good at doing this work at first because they're going to have to detach and unlearn a lot. Because to be able to do it, we have to become detached from this ego. So the more wounds we have, our portals become less active until we actually heal them. So the energetic or spiritual self is then affecting the physical and mental body. Because again, we cannot address any of these issues alone. We have to go into the energetic self and heal what's there. So this then entangles with our karma in this life, which is super fun. <laughs> so the answer is that we can only really access the shamanic realm and real, real healing when we access our energy field inside our body. So this is how journeying works. But with that healing, we can never override universal laws, universal truths, which are cause and effect and free will. So some people with their free will can override their own karmic lessons over and over again, which is 
at the expense of their energetic self, but they have free will. That's their gift. Like source God is not a dictator. It's not going to tell you that you need to do everything right, just like your parents did in this life. That's the whole point of it. You get to choose when you're ready to heal and if you want to do it in the first place and how you do it. And this is also where the non-judgment comes in because everyone has ego issues. Every single person has them. And when you realize where they come from, from these wounds, like I just passed when we were getting coffee this morning, a woman who was sitting at the cafe and she was like verbally abusing her, uh, I think a family member, maybe her sister. And then it was dead silent. None of them stood up. Uh, neither of them stood up or went away. And then the harassment kind of continued a few minutes later. And I thought, wow, this is so easy to judge. But we know that this person is in pain and that she is in a relationship with this other person where they're siphoning off energy. And this comes from a womb. So we can have so much empathy when we understand the dynamics behind what is going on here. So what actually happened here is that, you know, we all consist of our true self and our ego self. So the true self is really your child self, which is a completely blank slate, completely innocent, free, just wants to experience joy, is completely karma free and like brand new and just wants to play and have fun and be around animals. And you need to actually allow yourself to be this person. Like, I want to live by the sea. I want to have a free schedule. I want to have animals around me all the time. I want to be super silly. And I also want to be outrageous. And I want to be all of these aspects of me. So if you don't get to be that, also ask yourself, who and where you choose to spend your time because if you are not allowed to be that person because maybe the people around you don't let you you are actually not letting you because you choose to be in those situations so pay close attention to if you're actually allowing yourself to be your true self in this life in the first place so then we also have our ego self which is our mask that we put on or our protector which is there to protect us, validate us so that we can feel worthy. And that ego self is going to avoid vulnerability at all costs. So it's going to go for the accepted job, the accepted outward appearance. Um, and you can tell by looking at whatever you identify with, even if it's being spiritual or psycho, uh, psycho, psychic. I meant to say psychic, not psycho. But um Whatever you identify with is what you're attached to. And especially in the spiritual community, you see this a lot, where people attach themselves to being spiritual and all is good and all is light and grand rising and blessings, like that new age <laughs> crap that completely denies uh, duality and what is actually real. So whatever mask we put on is there for us to feel worthy so we need to look at those attachments in a very very real way and when that mask or that ego is overcompensating so let's take this woman who just 
screamed out like shut up because she just couldn't keep it in anymore you're spinning the wheel of karma so karma the wheel of karma is powered by our own energetic response to a trigger an ego trigger and when we act from the ego trigger we just spin it again and the same thing happens so the same situation is going to present itself you're going to attract the same toxic partner, the same lesson is going to come back. And the more you spin the wheel, the quicker and the bigger it's going to come back as well. So what's actually happening when you spin the wheel of karma is you're acting from the trigger. So it's really just energy shooting up in your body and it wants to come out. So it comes out maybe as you screaming or crying or verbally abusing someone, maybe physically, maybe you start to smoke or drink. These are all expressions of the energy of that wound. So when you burn it, because even if you're, say that you're wanting to be a good person and you don't speak out, you don't do anything, but maybe you start to smoke a pack of cigarettes, you're still burning the energy. You're still transmuting it into some action, like something else. So the same thing is going to happen. So what you want to do instead is observe the trigger and start to slow it down in your body. And you want to act then from an energy neutral place. So it will take a lot of presence and awareness with yourself to come to an energy neutral space. And the way that you do this is you lie down, you close your eyes, and you start to sense inside of your body. You start to describe it to yourself. Sorry for the traffic, the honking outside, super annoying. So you start to go inside of your body and describe, okay, I feel a tension in my legs. I feel energy shooting up to my core. I can see this fiery ball of energy. My arms are tingling. I feel like I'm shaking. I feel like I have this red haze over my eyes. And then you start to slow it down and slow it down and you keep doing somatic sensing. And it's really, really important that you don't judge. You don't judge the wound. You don't judge how it's presenting itself in your body. You're just there as a witness to yourself describing. And you start to describe right when it comes up. Be with it and just keep sensing and keep naming, keep describing and stay with the sensations. Go, Don't go into analyzing what past life this comes from or whether someone was right or not to trigger you that doesn't matter stay with the sensations because every energy has its own expression so instead of letting it explode out and you burning it and transmuting it into someone else and not neutralizing it you're going to let it neutralize by not responding and just describing it as is until the energy response is completely neutral. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. You're just going to stay with it until it's neutral. And then you have a choice. So then you can choose what to do with this, if anything. And then what you choose doesn't create more karma. And what you just did was you slowed down the wheel of karma. And it's still spinning. It's still slowly spinning. It's going to present some more lessons in that area. But every time you're going to do this and you're going to slow down the wheel, keep slowing it down and slowing it down. 
And then what happens is all that energy that will usually just shoot out of your body and maybe make you do things to burn it or try and transmute it into something else is now going to go back into that chakra and instead of going into the spinning of karma and into that wound it's going to start to restore that chakra and activate your portal more and you're going to be healing and you're going to be integrating the lessons and then they will be learned and then you can basically graduate to the next dimension. So I hope that this was helpful to you and that the next time that you feel a trigger or a wound come up, that you can slow it down and stay with it and sense it and describe it. All right, love you guys. Talk to you soon.